Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Reporter. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco, and here are the California stories we're following. Tensions flared at the Sequoia Union High School board meeting in San Mateo County last night during a debate over a lesson on the Israeli-Palestinian conflict that was taught in an ethnic studies class. Sir, no, you can't. No, no. We are calling a break. A group of community members claimed a lesson taught by teacher Chloe Gentilly Montgomery at Menlo Atherton High in November was misinformed and biased against Israel. They're calling for her and the lesson to be removed. But students, parents, and teachers showed up last night to counter that criticism. They say Gentilly Montgomery did not break policy and has been the target of doxing and harassment. They're calling on the school board to condemn harassment. Gentilly Montgomery says she was never approached with complaints. I could have answered their questions, but now these slides are being shared out of context and people are just going to the extreme and assuming that I had bad faith. She's been on voluntary leave due to the stress of the harassment she's faced. The school board is expected to decide on the issue in the coming weeks. And a new poll finds most California voters do not feel that U.S. borders are effective at keeping people from entering the country illegally. KQED's senior immigration editor, Taiki Hendricks, has more. Registered Republicans overwhelmingly say the border's not secure, unauthorized immigrants are a major burden, and asylum laws are too lenient. But California Democrats are deeply divided on those questions. Eric Schickler is co-director of UC Berkeley's Institute for Governmental Studies, which conducted the poll. He says it shows Republican messaging on the border has gotten through, even in blue California. So I think we see now why Republicans are really trying to wield this as an issue and why you know, President Biden is really in a particularly challenging spot. Schickler says the issue could come into play in a handful of close congressional races in the state. For The California Report, I'm Tyke Hendricks. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of The California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. 
Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. The Sonoma County District Attorney's Office has pulled down a public service announcement from its website warning residents about the painkiller fentanyl. This comes after the California newsroom inquired about the accuracy of the events depicted. Brian Kranz reports. District Attorney Carla Rodriguez isn't quiet about Sonoma County's fentanyl problem. In 2017, there was maybe 12 opioid-related deaths, and by a COVID pandemic, it had increased by 566%. That's Rodriguez in a radio spot produced for her office this fall, warning the public about the dangers of the potent opioid. And here's another audio spot, this time from the DA's website. This is Lisa. She was a great kid. She loved horses. She wanted to play soccer. And like many Sonoma County moms, that afternoon, she had taken her daughter to the playground. Lisa goes on to spell out a parent's worst nightmare. We'd gone to the park that day, and you know how kids are. She saw some white powder and touched it. That's all she did. All of a sudden, something just wasn't right. Her pupils looked like little dots. The audio piece is titled Lindsay's Story. And then she fell down and made this gurgling sound and then went limp. Listeners are then directed to the website soco-onepillcankill.com. She was only six years old. This message is brought to you by the Sonoma County District Attorney's Office. Six years old. It's a heart-crushing and terrifying cautionary tale, but it's not based on anything real. There's no evidence to suggest that any child has ever died by simply touching fentanyl, let alone suddenly at a playground in Sonoma County. Uh, It's impossible. Accidentally touching powder fentanyl cannot cause an overdose in any way. That's Dr. Ryan Marino. He's a medical toxicologist, emergency physician, and addiction medicine specialist at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland. That's not something that's ever been reported. What a crazy amount of misinformation. The Sonoma County Coroner's Office says they have no record of a child dying from fentanyl exposure at a playground. Lindsay's story was one of seven spots on the DA's new website about fentanyl. The DA's ad campaign was created with the help of a $340,000 grant from the Federal Bureau of Justice Assistance to, quote, assist with the investigation and prosecution of opioid-related crimes committed in Sonoma County. According to records we requested, the DA's office contracted with Amaturo Sonoma Media Group. They own several commercial radio stations in the area, including KSRO Talk Radio, which has featured Rodriguez and real parents who have actually lost kids to fentanyl. He thought it was an oxycodone, and he had taken some the night before, and one pill did kill. The DA's office paid Amaturo $46,000 for help with the campaign. That included the company producing several radio spots with some of the parents interviewed on KSRO, and running them on its nine stations for six weeks. Steve DiNardo is Amaturo's VP of Sales. He says Lindsay's story never aired on the radio and admits it was fabricated. We were trying to be creative. We're trying to elicit emotion. I think the campaign did a very good job of accomplishing that. Emails we obtained show that DA Rodriguez was personally involved in creating the public service campaign, but she told us Lindsay's story was entirely Amaturo's creation. It is not based on a true story. We asked the DA if she had any concerns about the fake story being alarmist. I am not concerned about people being too alert about the dangers of fentanyl, period. I am not. Lindsay's story disappeared from the DA's website shortly after we inquired about it. Marino, 
the toxicologist, assures parents that even if their child simply touched fentanyl, they wouldn't overdose instantly like Lindsay's story suggests. The science is very sound. There has never actually been a case of this. More importantly, he says, it's extremely unlikely that it's going to happen at a playground. There aren't just piles of fentanyl powder out in parks. For The California Report, I'm Brian Krantz. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all. On the web at theschmidt.org. And that is the California Report for Thursday, January 18th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 